Okay, hi everyone. Uh, welcome back to Women of the Hobby, episode 15. Uh, we're back with Hannah. She collects cards. Um, she recently got back from Dallas last week. And so we can just start off with that. How was how was your recap of Dallas? I know you were on Neo. Shout out to Neo as well. Yes, shout out to Neo. Um, yeah, I think uh, people are probably sick of hearing about Dallas right now. <laughs> so I'll keep it really brief. Dallas was fun. It was my first experience. It was fun for me. Like fun as in just being in the same area, like condensed area with a lot of collectors. It's just very exciting um, and fun. Um, but in terms of, uh, you know, my goal, which was to kind of downgrade some of my cards, I was unsuccessful in doing so. I did make a couple of sales and a couple of trades of like equivalent values, but I wasn't able to like liquidate down from my cards with cash basically, uh, which was one of the primary goals that I had uh, from an uh, investing perspective. But I mean, outside of that, it was just really fun. I uh, had a great time. It was my first big show. Um, so learned a lot as well to kind of like take breaks in between because it's really nonstop. And Sam, you've been there like you're in the showroom, you come out and the lobby is just full of people. And so you like catch up with like every single person for like 30 minutes to an hour. And then you're like, oh, crap, I missed lunch. I guess I would just eat a big dinner. Um, but yeah, uh, Dallas was fun and Dallas is home for me. So it was good to kind of be back in the land of Tejas and realized yet again why I left um, <laughs> it was raining uh, so I was like uh, I did not miss this <laughs> yeah I yeah. can imagine it was a bit hotter as well um, in May it was humid yes uh, yes uh, but no I mean yeah I think yeah obviously that was one of the biggest things coming out of Dallas was not only the cards but the content as well so I think a lot of people have heard about Dallas or seen about it uh, through all the vlogs but I do like that aspect of you know, I wasn't able to go this time, but a part of me felt like I was there because of all yeah. the vlogs and different things that people did, uh, which you mm -hmm. also have a part two coming up on She Collects Cards, right? So yes, that's yes. exciting. Get to see yes. what else you were able to do. And also, yeah, yeah, you did your box break, which I didn't get the yeah. level of gold, but I know, I know. <laughs> um, thanks so much for participating, Sam, and, and to other people as well. That was really fun. It was my first YouTube live. So I think there were some difficulties, technical difficulties too. But it was really fun. Got a lot done, I would say, in the in the 48 hours that we were there. Um, also got sick in Dallas. Um, so if anyone got the norovirus or like the stomach virus there, hit me up because I went through it all <laughs> after, after coming back. Um, but it was super fun. Uh, it was, I got to meet some new people as well was really cool yeah just uh you know meeting other content creators too i think that was another big part of it where we would kind of share you know like the ups and downs of like you know being being a youtuber or whatever around the hobby but we would be able to have that conversation in person that was really fun um but yeah uh overall a great experience would i go back to the next dallas car show probably not because it's so close to um the national and there's probably going to be another like local two-day show here in Southern California that weekend. I'll probably not be in Dallas in July. Um, but yeah. What about yeah. you, Sam? Are you planning to go? No, I will not be in Dallas. There's the Atlanta show, which I've been talking about. But yes, yeah, so that one will be there. Yeah. I think they were set up there at Dallas. I saw the Culture Collision show. Um, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so I'll be at the Atlanta show. I don't know about all the days, but um, probably at least Saturday. But nice. yeah, so that should be good. I think it's going to be a pretty big show. Um, but yeah, I agree with it being right before the national. I mean, I'm sure obviously there's going to be vendors from all over, but it might be more like regionally located mm-hmm. people um, for sure. Right. Just because, yeah, like, I don't know if people want to go that week and then like two weeks later or I think it would be two weeks later. Yeah, another one. That is a lot. I think from, like, the people going to the show, like, it's super tiring to go back to back like that. But maybe as a dealer, you're like, this is a golden opportunity to pick up cards for cheap in Dallas, sell them in national. I don't know. Uh, Maybe that's some play for some people. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Um, Some people might look at it as opportunity. Others, you know. Maybe not so much. (laughs) Yeah. Not me. Not me. Yeah, not me. I can't be. Also, like, I do feel so I'm going on a vacation in June and I will say like I haven't really bought uh as much just because like I'm I'm going on a vacation like I don't want to have money everywhere so I am becoming part of that crowd like obviously I'm still in cards every day but like I'm not buying as much because like my money is being spent in other places now that you can No, it's so. so so true and I think card collector mentioned this like in one of his lives and it may be repetitive but absolutely things opening back up and like I feel like all our friends are taking vacations right I'm actually on a vacation right now uh, in San Diego there's just so much more to do I I catch up with um car stuff like at night but not every minute of my life right now so I think there's a little bit of detachment there which I think is healthy actually mentally for a lot of people um it's like the crypto market is open 24 7 I think that's very unhealthy um, that's one of the reasons why I'm not like too attracted to it because anything could happen while I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like the um, weekends all the time. Yeah, all the time, right? Um, it can get very addicting, can get very stressful. Um, but we're not like who's investing to be more stressed out, right? So um, I hope that, you know, people can take some time out, time off, spend time with family and friends. And then we kind of level set back into like a healthy collecting, um, you know, culture back again. So yeah yeah no I agree I mean I can't I feel like I can even speak personally where I don't know there was a point in time where I I think I was a little too like obsessed with it my usage (laughs) time on eBay it would probably be embarrassing to share but like (laughs) it was probably way too much um but yeah so I think it's good to get out I'm excited about my vacation I planned and then yeah it's kind of nice that I mean, we'll have all the vacation in June, the Atlanta show in July, and then pretty much the end of July as well, the national. Yeah, national. We'll grab some good deep dish, Sam. Oh, yeah, it's Chicago. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I've never been to Chicago, so. What? Yeah. I'm not sure how much I'll get to Beautiful. see of it, but um, we'll be there. <laughs> yes, we'll be there. <laughs> um, but in other news, I guess to transition as well. So there were, I feel like there's kind of like two other big things, which one is the collectible like record breaking so to speak yeah, and i'm gonna say record breaking because uh today's thursday at five and i want to say like two hours ago there was like a post on by card porn about the validity of that sale so people can go and read that if they want um but yeah there's just some more information there about what went on with that sale <laughs> so mm-hmm. but apparently collectible is saying it has like it was sold for greater than I think actually collectible 
Ezra, which is like the founder, he he commented on Card Cardporn's post on that. And he oh. said like he's gonna do a QA session on it, I think because so many people had questions. So I don't know when the QA he said was, maybe this weekend or something, but he's doing mm. a QA. But apparently, so this like Babe Ruth, it was sold for six million dollars. Collectible is offering up one percent to their users. Um, so that would be an evaluation of six million. And but they're only selling yeah one percent so sixty thousand and at twenty thousand shares for three dollars each so okay oh interesting so essentially like the card owner has chosen to remain anonymous um and mm -hmm. that's kind of a big like people are like why, why? i mean why? i get it but like yeah why and then uh yeah so the card owner has chosen like to remain anonymous and the card i'm pretty sure is gonna stay at the like babe ruth museum which is where it was formerly located as well i see so mm. it's it's interesting um i mean yeah it, it's crazy i think the last big sale was that lebron card for 5.2 million right yeah um, that's what people are saying ridiculous but i think that was a single owner sale uh, also mm -hmm. anonymous i believe right i think it's um rob rob gaw rob g rob with a g okay so so there's a there's a buyer's name or, or a seller's name yeah it's rob and i'm pretty sure he also bought like a mantle not long ago either like wow. a big mantle wow rob um, show us your cards yeah literally <laughs> um, but yeah i mean i i hope that it'll get cleared up that it wasn't some kind of like um pr play or like rounding up from a 5.5 to like a six or something like that mm -hmm. um but that they'll come out and, and clear that out. But in general, I think it's really, it's a, like a valid, no, validating experience, I think, for us collectors in that, wow, card prices are continuing to break record, right? Mm -hmm. And hopefully this one's true. But even if not, like, I think there, that, that sense of like, oh, the entire card market is going to crash. I think that's a little bit of a, you know, like too extreme in my opinion. It, it will continue to go up, but maybe not at the speed that it has in the last 12 months, but it'll go up 5%, 10% mm -hmm. each year. It'll beat inflation. So, you know, just have fun. Don't be stressed out about it. Like, don't try to become a billionaire through a sale, right? Like, I mean, I think that's just your cheating life. Uh, <laughs> and so if we're just having fun and making some money along the way, because many hobbies in this world don't make money like right right like if you play i don't know tennis whatever games it's all just money going out there's nothing mm -hmm. coming in cars like if you drive cars like that's expensive hobby too so yeah i think in general this sale is very encouraging i think for collectors that it is heading towards the direction that we all want it to go to plain and yeah. simple so, yeah. no i like that um aspect of it too i mean i think at a certain point it got a little like I don't want to say scary but the, like the rate of like growth was yeah. like it was just like it was so unsustainable I thought that was a little scarier like I know obviously people are saying you know this isn't a correction this is a crash like there are different opinions on things like that but I think moving forward the growth will be a lot more like steady instead of like so. exponential which I think is a, like makes me feel a little bit more comfortable so I feel like if you have steadier growth, hopefully that means you have not as drastic decline as well. You know, like they kind of right. balance out. So exactly. Um, 
I mean, yeah, we'll see where it goes. But yeah, I kind of like the aspect that it's calming down a little bit. I just think in all ranges, like I know some people who probably invested a lot may not be echoing those same feelings. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I think people maybe at a certain point they had invested too much in it. I think you also did like make sure you were still investing in all of your other like I don't know, just like mainstream investments, like typical right. traditional like other things. stuff too. Yeah. Exactly. This was definitely like the high risk category. So like mm-hmm. anyways, that's kinda Yeah. What sure. I feel. But then the yeah. other biggest thing was the Beckett also mentioned that they were gonna be closing submissions. Yes. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> took took some time there. Um yeah, uh, I think that's a great move on their end too, just to kind of catch up on inventory. But I think key thing to kind of watch out for is so PSA closed up shop except the top two tiers, and you know from what I know, like they have tried to incorporate things so that when they do open it up back up to whether it's 20 days or whatever, 30 days, whatever they come out, that they do have a improved process to you know, process all the crates, uh, cars that will come through. Um, but, I, you know, and we know that Genement was uh, acquired. I know that they also hired a ton of graders, uh, like QA, quality control people as well. So I know that they're trying to basically beef up the machine and the, and the uh, engine to get ready for what's to come after July, hopefully. But I wonder if BGS is just going to catch up and then they're going to open up shut down again and then catch up or are they going to make process improvements along the way as well which is the hard part right um and and kind of stay competitive because right now like it's psa's you know land right now right like there's not like a real competition right now in my opinion at least i mean the market is very um you know telling of of the story that psa is just way more valuable than bgs um, unfortunately, I think, I think that competitiveness would be really good for the collectors, but PSA just being heavily outweighed and, and favored. Um, I wonder how BGS can really come and turn around, but yeah, I mean, there, there are certainly things that I can think about as like a young co- person, a, a person who's worked and seen startups and technology companies like grow and scale and change you know, marketing strategies change like trajectory of the, you know, growth rate that they're expecting, things like that. But I wonder if Beckett is just like, you know, we started with that paper <laughs> magazine pricing sheet, like we're good with where we are or are we, are they actually wanting to innovate? I think that that'll be the key thing to look out for during this um, halt period, if they're going to change anything materially out of that. Yeah. That, that is an interesting point in the fact that PSA is almost a step ahead in the fact that they closed and they've also tried to implement things that will continuously improve their operations, whereas right. Beckett is just now on the step of closing. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, are they going to also implement something that will, you know, bring some type of innovation to the process? But I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I guess time. that's the biggest thing is time will tell. But yeah, I also agree. Honestly, like, personally, I like the way BGS slabs look. Like, Same. I think the gold, um, and, like, the th- it's a little bit, like, of a thicker case as well. Like, I personally like that better. Like, I don't think red necessarily goes with every card. Uh, no. It kind of, like, detracts from some cards especially. But 
I mean, yeah, in terms of value, I mean, I'm not going to be like, honestly, at a certain point, I do care more about the value than the way it looks in a graded card holder. So like, it's still the same. Exactly. It's just like, I mean, the value is what I'm probably going to pay attention to. Because like you said, like going back to this being a hobby that, you know, we're lucky enough that it like holds value and the fact that we're not just like losing money buying mm-hmm. all of these things. And so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see where that goes. We'll but speaking yeah. of the PSA, I got my PSA order. Well, some of them. Nice. Finally. <laughs> so long Finally. <laughs> yeah. So this story that I've kind of wanted to like tell a little bit about is so when I first got in, I was looking on like Facebook Marketplace for different like just like random like a lot of sports cards like things. So I found one in my like hometown in North Carolina and I drove about 30 minutes away to meet this person. It was so funny on the list. Shady. So shady. <laughs> it's a little shady, but like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was like a woman. So like part of that felt a little better. <laughs> but we met at a public spot. Like we met like at a location and we, she both like drove to meet me as well. But the listing, it was $15. And then I was gone oh. for a week. I didn't see it. And I, whenever I came back, it had been reduced to $10. I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to buy this. <laughs> and so I bought it because I could see a little bit of like an edge or a corner of like the 2008 like just like regular top series I was like oh yeah I'm gonna buy that and then I bought it and it had like these two cards in it and they're like the they're just the regular tops but they came back a nine and even just like this that's crazy and this thing both of them wow that's insane oh my god it was pretty cool I sent this on a 20 day though and <laughs> like July. Wait a second, Sam. So you bought that basically? It's like five bucks each, right? Yeah. Well, wow. and that no, that's the other thing. I I sold the box again for ten dollars on Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> and then like I paid. So the other story, the other key aspect to this as well is like there was a Steph Curry rookie. I think it was like an Adrenaline, which used to be like a game, like a game okay. trading card, and then there was a Russell Westbrook like tops rookie. Um. I think those are the two other ones. So I sold those on eBay, for like combined, like, like $50. And so they're yeah. not paid at the time, like 20 day was like $25. So that like paid for the grading of these. So these are free. Oh God, you're crazy. <laughs> so this crazy. took like forever to get back, but these are probably the two cards I'll never sell just because like, I love that story. It's and I free. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're free. And it's just like, I don't know. Also, I really like this set. Like, oh yeah. I like the 2008 set. It's it's so cool. And it also had, like, it had, um, like, some other people, like, um, I mean, they're not worth, like, what these two are. But, like, the Kevin Garnett one, which I think is cool. It's, like, him, like, with his jersey or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. So that one's pretty cool. But, yeah, I was excited to get these back. And then I also, (laughs) my other, like, fun thing that I got back. So I know there was also I saw more card porn I posted about like tennis cards or something tanking for some uh-huh. yeah <laughs> like 10x <laughs> or point, 10% of value yeah I saw that so I will say this card is probably dropped in value but I don't think it's dropped like the other ones mainly because this was the one that was like numbered I got a nine on it whoa nice and it was the one numbered out of 500 so it's not just like the regular one so that's pretty nice that's amazing but I did Wait, check, what? so, like, the did raw. You have that, did you have that raw, or did you, like, pull it? Yeah, I had it raw, and I just bought it at the card shop for, like, I seriously, like, 
so this is the same card shop that I made like the play of the week I really whenever I bought this card I had no idea like what this card was worth so when I originally bought it I think I just was like oh there's a Serena card like I'll just buy it I think it's like three dollars like yeah I'll buy it for three dollars and then I get home and I'm like oh wow this card might be worth like forty dollars I was like that's so cool but then that's when like tennis blew up and Mm. like one of them sold for like nine hundred dollars raw 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 oh my so that's crazy just sold but i don't know i don't know what i'm gonna do with it I'll probably just keep it for a while i mean i'm in it for what like not yeah exactly <laughs> that's the thing i like to have these like low like like i'm in it for nothing type of thing it doesn't matter what it does like that's awesome that's awesome safest in that type of environment <laughs> that's awesome like i have like this stack of just uswnt cards oh, and yeah. i took them to dallas more so to kind of like probably show off actually like i like yeah no honestly it was to be like hey i collect women's soccer too you know what i mean like um and they're like oh i didn't know there there was a u.s women's soccer uh, cards so i was like yeah there was uh, but anyways i took this this much and somebody was like how much for all of it right like he was like very interested he was like how much for all of it and i was like Oh gosh, I, I have no idea what the value of these cards are. Like, I just collect them. Like, I just hoard them, like, as much as I can. And he, like, threw out a number. And I was like, no, I don't, I'm not going to sell these. And, and it's like kind of that similar, like, it's not like I'm not in it for anything or anything, but it's just like, no, I'm not, I'm not selling these. I'm sorry. Right, right. <laughs> I, I shouldn't That's... have brought it, I guess. But... <laughs> exactly. But that's something people do at shows for sure. Is the flex but <laughs> i was excited to to get the orders back i still have a ton nice oh you do like all of them like pretty much oh i've only God. ever gotten back i got back these two so i sent these two separately and then i got back a previous order like a month ago wow but it's okay <laughs> i'll make it eventually that's crazy um but yeah I think we will wrap it up for this time. But yeah, thank you uh, everyone for listening. And yes. we will probably be back next week. So we will be. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>